Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Welcome to this four-part series of soul-stirring conversations on marriage, separated, and back together with Nandia Williams and Lady Funker. As we continue today on this series, we recommend that you listen to previous episodes to provide a better background and context. Here's Nandia Williams and Lady Funker. I just want to make that clarification. Self-care and self-indulgence. God doesn't want us to indulge in ourselves, to be self-absorbed. Mm. You know, and it's it's me, 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 I'm doing me. It's okay to take mm. time out and fill up. You know, even cars need gas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's important because you will you will run down, and that's well, that's why women are tired. And again, mm-hmm. we're taking up a lot of roles and a lot of unnecessary pressure. Yes, that, um, we're not called to take. We're not called to take. You yeah. know, so everything has changed. You know, now, um, um, you know, there's a there's there's a lot of pain as well from that. A lot of frustration from that. That we're also projecting on the next generation, mm-hmm. and they're making their minds up. We 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 just need to be careful in that regard. You know, going back to 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 perspective, it's it's what decides our because it's really how you see things, how you so it so it controls our emotions, our mm-hmm. our thoughts. Uh, you know the way the, the way we behave, the way we approach um, situations, our decisions. So now you yes. talked about perspective. You talked about your decisions, it controlling your emotions yes. and how you see things and the kinds of decisions you make. So I just want mm. to take us back now to when we went to see mm. and when we this relationship sort of began. I'm always the one that gets in trouble usually in church because I'm the first one to talk. As a friend, is even more calm. because I think I think I think then as 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 pastors, I think I can't. Re- I I know I had one conversation with you. I think I remember that conversation. I came to your house. I don't know if you remember. I came to your house. Yes. And yes. we were talking, and I asked you. Just like about this person you that you had a relationship with and this and this and this and, this. and at, then I know you were always you you were not you were not somebody that I could say would be outrightly rebellious at least obviously like in your look but in your you were you'll be determined to do something and you would have a kind of stance and distance yourself if you didn't that's how you were that's what i remember yes <laughs> so and so so because we're talking about perspective we're talking about you know how you see things how that affects affects your emotions so you had that stance you 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 had this relationship with your husband and you got married and then when your marriage broke up or when it was going through a difficult so tell me some the, the, how it how it how it was. So s- speak to people who are in that place where they are struggling emotionally, mentally. In fact, first tell us about how what that what, what was it like? You know, because they say that there's that the pain, the agony of um separation that you can't people say you can't quantify that you can't 
you know. So tell, tell, like, tell us about it. What was it like? Because there'll be people who will be going through that. How should they deal with their emotions? How do they deal with their mind? How do you deal with your, with the stress levels? How do you deal with, you know, do you understand? Like, tell us how bad it was, then tell us how God helped you out of it. I think, again, perspective, I think it's important if, if there's anybody going through that as listening, um, you're going to come out of it. You may not see a way right now. And I'm not just saying it, you will come out of it. Where we fall into um, problems, you know, or, or, or make the situation worse for us is, is, is um, making it seem like it's, it's a hopeless situation or that um, nobody else has gone through what we're going through or um, it's, it's going to be the, the death of me or the death of, you know, that that's going to be the end of it. It's, it's not, a, it's, it's not, you know, God, at some point I had to speak to myself and say, you know what? God hates divorce. He does not hate the divorcee. At the end of the, at the end of the road, at the end of it all, I know that I'm going to have victory. I don't know. I may not understand how it's going to happen or the way it's all going to play out, but I know because God has said so. And that I'm going back again to believe. What do you believe? Do you really believe God? Those were the questions I had to ask myself. And you, you, you asked me, I mean, I'll go back to that. It was painful. It's the worst kind of pain. You know, when you, when you love somebody, you've put your all into a relationship and, you know, there's rejection, there's, um, you know, you're treated in certain ways and, um, it's, 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 it's awful. And especially when you, when you have children and in my case, I was thrown out of my home, um, because we didn't have the right tools. My husband did not have the right tools and that's the truth. And that's what he would say today. He didn't see it any other way. He just thought if, if she's not going to leave, I have to get her out. I'm not ready to leave. But if she's not going to leave, we will end up killing each other. Somebody, somebody's going to end up dead here. So he didn't want that. Was that the best thing for him to do? No, of course not. But when you don't, when, you know, my mom used to say something, when you know better, you'll do better. We make decisions based on what, what you we know. At that point, he was no, no, just a nominal Christian. He wasn't born again. No, no, he wasn't on church. He was... Um, a self-made man, you know, yeah. he, he did his own thing according to his own rules, you know, but he was, he was a loving husband. He, he still is, you know, so I just couldn't understand what happened. I would have never gotten married if we were not in love. I didn't marry, it wasn't a shotgun wedding. Nobody would have gone to our heads, you know. Um, so what did you I, think? I had a lot of growing up to do. So I was thinking, I was thinking about it and I was like, so, what were his issues? So when you both sat down to talk, because couples would do that when they're struggling, whether they're struggling or not, they do, they would talk. What, what would he say were his issues like? I had anger issues. I had a, a terrible temper. Yeah. So Mazino would say things like, there was a, I think I can't remember the name of the sermon, but I still, I still remember that message about supplying required love. I, I didn't feel loved. I felt he had put everybody else um, ahead of me that I was the, the last on a long list of um, things and people, you know, that's, that's how I felt. And, and um, he would say, I, I, did, I didn't communicate that um, well, that it was the way I said things and the way and manner that I would 
you know, we had issues with communication as well. Um, I would lash out. I will not reach out. You know, it, it didn't happen like that at the beginning. But when you begin, when things begin to um, chip away in a marriage, mm-hmm. you 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 know, you're not feeling loved. You, um, you 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 hardly speak. To, you know, to one another. There's interference. You feel that he listens more to whoever. Somebody else has a, a say in your marriage. You know, things like that. So it 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 it, it creates um, a wedge between. Um, you know, husband and wife, you know. Um, so all of those things were were happening around us. I didn't know how to handle it. I would, again, I would lash out. I wouldn't speak to him in love. I wouldn't speak the truth in love. Um, so, so you know, and what does a man want at the end of the day is respect. That's that's the truth. I didn't, I didn't respect my husband because I felt he didn't love me. And those are the two things that God says, love your wife. Wife, respect your husband i felt he had to love me first then i would give him the respect that you have to earn your respect you know and like i said he's he's much older than i am um so i didn't communicate those needs um the, the right way and we just c- continue to drift apart so obviously he would you know he would leave the house and you know what when things like that happens you know all sorts of forces and all sorts of things will begin to to creep in and we will argue, we would, um, I would do strange things. <laughs> he would go out maybe to the club or something. By the time he gets back out, I've cut off, you know, most of the buttons of his shirt, you know, just things to, <laughs> things to um, get I attention. I want to hear a bit more of these strange things. You cut off the bottom, buttons of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> just to get attention. So not necessarily, so it was more about getting just attention. Not necessarily you being mean. The things I did. Yes, a lot of the things that I did were 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 they were stupid. You know, they you know, when I think about them now, they were they were immature, they were they were they were silly, they were they were not I didn't I didn't I just don't I didn't think, you know, uh, there's a definition, I think it's um I think it's a Latin definition or something of, of perspective. I know I was I, I came across it where it says that perspective means looking through thought about what was happening now and you know in the moment rather than what impact will this have later on you know what you know if i take this kind of decisions and and a lot of us do that and we still do that you know they're constantly again consequences and rewards it's not about the moment it's not about now it's it's a there's a bigger picture whatever happens to 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 me i've got children what will be the impact so how did God bring you back together? You said you, you had to interact because you had children. So how did God start the healing process for you? And how finally did, did you end up in counseling again? End up back with your pastors? Was your husband, your husband become committed to God? And do you? No. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, and I think, I, I, um, and I know, you know, before we run out of time, it's... The whole journey of six and a half years was really a journey of self-discovery for me. Self-discovery for me, rediscovery of God. I had to go through a process and a processing. I was I found out that I wasn't everything that I thought I was. And that's what this whole, you know, you, you said something earlier that sometimes God will allow certain things to get our attention. And um, 
you know, he's acceptable, he's permissive, he's perfect will. That's the truth. All those things exist. God is a perfect will of God. There's also, he will, he will allow certain things, also go through certain things. And, and you know, through tests, through trials. And at the end of the day, you're meant to come. It's, it's about building your character. It took me a while to realize that this wasn't just about my marriage. This was about me. This was about the woman that God wanted me to be. Again, perspective. I had to, I had to sit down and shine. I, I call it, you know, um, a, a searchlight versus a spotlight. I had put the spotlight on my marriage. I had put the spotlight on my husband and blamed him for everything that had, you know, that was happening. But after a while, you know, the, even the Bible says, you know, the scripture that says search my, I think that was um, David in, in, uh, in Psalm saying, search my heart. You know, and see, if there's any iniquity. If there's any, if there's anything within me. Something, you know. So I had to, I had to, I had to sit and 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 look at me. That why was this happening? Take responsibility for some of the things. It's it's very easy to blame other people for what was going on. You know what what goes on in 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 in, in different uh, relationships. So I had to do that. So a lot of soul searching. So it took me a while because. I was blaming other people, everything but, you know, and everyone but myself. So I took responsibility. In the sixth year, when I had tried everything, because I, I refused to give him a divorce, I believed that we could still, you know, come together. So I would pray, I would send scriptures, I would reach out to him. Um, but he wasn't having it. He had told people, even he told Pastor Mazino that uh, it would it would snow in, in, in Lagos before we, you know, we got back together. <laughs> um, I hope so, when we got back together, it snowed. <laughs> Not in Lagos. <laughs> so anyway, God knows so, um, yeah, so um, and and God had to speak to me that you know, uh, um, and and at, in 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 a very um loud <laughs> voice one one day that do you know that your marriage is not as important to me as your salvation as your husband's salvation i was so um consumed by my marriage that i didn't i i wasn't praying as much for his salvation i didn't because the truth is once you're both connected to god you there will be there won't be a disconnect you know even if you do stray you know that foundation will be rooted and grounded in christ it'll be hard that's what you talked about the foundation you know the, the foundation is important so when i heard that you know and again there's a scripture um in james where it says that uh, you you pray amiss you do not get what you answers your prayers because you pray amiss i've been praying amiss for uh, six years so this happened in the sixth year and God to open my eyes, you know, to pray more about his salvation, that if you really care about him, about the father of your of your children, and that's what I mean about love, you know, if you really love this individual and, you, you know, they're self-sabotaging and, you know, whatever it is, a, an alcoholic, a, a wife beater or whatever, he's still God's child at the end of the day. You still, there's a certain level of, of compassion that you ought to have for that person. So I started to pray for him and, and um, I didn't know God was already moving and um, um, had you started to devise ways um, through which he would be saved. I, I had, I had no idea that that was, that was happening. And so I focused on myself on, on, you know, whatever changes I needed to make. And um, we went ahead. I, I, I decided to go ahead with the divorce. So the divorce, um, NISA had already been granted. 
and uh, and I started praying for a new man. Well, that's all we can take on this episode of Treasures for Living podcast. But this conversation is definitely not over. Join us in the next episode where we continue this four-part series of soul-stirring conversations on marriage, separated, and back together with Nandia Williams and Lady Funker. See you then. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.